This is Stephen Winsenberg, and my next guest is Willa Dean Parton. Willa Dean was with us about a year and a half ago on my weekend show, and Willa Dean has written a brand new book called All Day Singing and Dinner on the Ground. Willa Dean, welcome back to WHO Radio. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for having me back. Well, I sure enjoyed it when we talked with you about your previous book, Smoky Mountain Memories, which is kind of a, a book filled with family stories and things that had happened to the Partons over the years. But this one is really fun, Willa Dean. This has got recipes, and it's mixed with some great pictures and family stories. And, uh, you know, Dolly's in there and, and Stella and all the, all the people uh, in the family. But folks need to know a little bit about you. You were the oldest of the kids, right? Yeah, I'm the old one. I told you that last year and you <laughs> forgot. I'm older now I than didn't I was forget, last but... year. <laughs> I'm the oldest child, yes. And there were how many kids? Twelve? There's twelve. It's David, Denver, Dolly, Bobby, Stella, Cassie, Randy, Frida, Floyd, and Rachel. Wow. And then our brother, Larry. So you must have been responsible for helping to raise some of these kids. Yeah, I ended up a real responsible person because <laughs> of all that bunch. Yes. Now, at the time when you were growing up, were you writing some of the things down, some of the memories? Did you, like, keep a diary or a journal or something like that? I did. I always wrote little storybooks, and I go back and find things in them now that I wouldn't remember to go and work that I do now right. had I not done that. Right. And uh, does the family like to say, oh, that never happened, Willa Dean, or th does their memory lapse a little bit? Uh, well, when it's all about them, it, they do have a lot of memory lapses. But if it's about <laughs> somebody else, they remember it really vividly. Yeah. When Now, Dolly, of course, being the big celebrity that she is and the big name, uh, when did it start to impact the family? Dolly's uh, that Do Dolly's celebrityhood, you know, the idea that Dolly was now known and the family's now known. When did that start to impact the family? Uh, Dolly was known when she was nine years old. She had a, a, a local television show. She was on a local television and radio shows, and then they took her to all the surrounding states and things. But it didn't start having it, much of an effect on the family until she went to Nashville, of course, and then uh, contracted to work with Porter Wagner and uh -huh. with RCA. And things. That's when it really started happening. And then once she became popular, is that when some of the other brothers and sisters decided they were going to jump into the business? No, actually, they were in it with her in the beginning. Oh, they Somebody were? Just, yes, Stella and Cassie used to do the Kaz Walker show with her a lot. They've been there a long time. My mother was a singer, and she had been on some of the shows that Dolly was on even before she married my dad when hmm. she was a teenager. Hmm. So they all kind of started out together. Right. But Dolly just, you know, she just went in leaps and bounds after she got started really good and Stella has worked in it as many years as Dolly and she's she's successful but right. you know you can't compare right. somebody's success with Dolly's right. you know or Elvis or somebody right. like that now you did know. you sing uh, I play I don't tr I don't sing for money I sing for fun <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could get paid if I sing for money <laughs> but you're really the writer in the family aren't you yeah, I'm the one that'll stay with it long enough to finish a book or something like that. Now, my brothers and sisters are all songwriters and, and poets in their own way. Right, and now you have children that are involved in the music industry and different... Uh, all the, all the uh, kids have kids, and there's grandkids running around, right? I have one son. He's not in the business. But uh, some but other, of the others, right, you know, the, the brothers do. and right. sisters, several of them That's all. right. Well, let's talk about All Day Singing and Dinner on the Ground, your latest book. Uh, tell us about the title. Those of us that are from up north may not be familiar with what that means, all day singing and dinner on the ground. That's a church thing. When we were growing up, church was a social event uh, as much as a religious thing. And we would go, and everybody would come and sing what they thought they could sing best and cook the food they thought they cooked the best. And it would be singing all day and dinner on the ground. And they would actually have, you know, like a 
a bedspread or a tablecloth if they had one, a blanket, and they would put mm. food on the ground and actually sit around and have dinner on the ground. Now, do you call dinner the noontime meal then on Sunday? Uh, actually, we still, a lot of people in, in this area call dinner the midday meal, yes. Yeah. And so then they would have dinner at noon, and then they probably just let the food sit out and just kind of hang around all day? Well, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I remember, I lived in Florida for a while, and the one thing I remember when I lived in Florida was that the families that were the true southern families would literally let the food sit on the table all day. And that shocked me because I, of course, was thinking, well, they're going to get you know, botulism or something, for right? Sure. And and yet they did leave it out all day, and nobody seemed to be too affected by it, right? No, we all got grown, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Went on to talk about That's it, and right. tell about it. Some of the recipes in the book are really fun recipes. Others are very unusual. Uh, we've already talked this morning on the radio station about the fact that you've got uh, fried squirrel in the book, and I'm sure you must sit around and eat that all the time, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, we don't do that. I say in the hunting season uh, chapter of the book, I say someone once said the reason we have wild meat is so no one will ever starve, and maybe that's true, because, you know, it seems wild animals are hardly ever used for food anymore, which right. is good, because, you know, I don't think that would be the thing to do now, but I did want to put them in. The book has historical value because my grandparents and my parents did use these foods That's and i'm right. sure we've had them when we were growing up and i'm thankful for we did because we probably needed them that day because we didn't have something else right. you know for protein or whatever and i don't recommend leaving food sitting out all day now in terms of the wild animals we, we've all heard the stories about the partons that when you were young you were very poor uh, we were mountain folk right uh, and did you really go out and have to catch wild animals and eat them no, our father did hunt. He was he would squirrel hunt sometimes, and he fished a lot. But we had uh, we had uh, pork, and we always had uh, chicken, and we had fish. So we did have meat at our house. Okay. But you know, sometimes there would be. Uh, we had an uncle, a uh, great uncle, Philip Owens. He was not. He was my mother's uncle, and he would hunt, and he would bring rabbit and squirrel by the house, you know, and things like that. <laughs> and my mother did fix these dishes. Hmm. And do you remember eating things where you just thought that's terrible? Actually, I don't think we thought much about it at that time because when our mother had prepared a meal, we thought it was good. No matter what it was? Yes, she's so, a very good cook. So you didn't even ask questions about the meat, probably. Uh, we didn't think anything about that at that time. So you may, you may have been eating baked raccoon and not known it. I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> very, very possible. <laughs> it just doesn't sound quite right today, though, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, actually, we have raccoons that we feed and take care of, you know, pets yeah. that... But it's fun. The, the book is just fun to, to read. You've got what we would call normal recipes and then some more unusual ones from the I past. I hope it's fun. I yeah. hope people enjoy it. I hope they enjoy the historical part of it as well as the, the fun pictures we have on, in it and, uh, and some old pictures we've not used before. And I always tell a story in each chapter. I've told right. something else about the family that I think the fans and people that like Dolly and Stella and Randy, you know, and Frida and Rachel would be interested in knowing. That's right. All Day Singing, Dinner on the Ground. Our guest is Willa Dean Parton. She's written a new book about recipes from the Parton family kitchen. Uh, Willa Dean, I enjoyed uh, some of the other recipes in the book. Uh, some that I wasn't familiar with, though, being from up north, poke salad. Can you explain to folks what poke salad is? Yes, it's a wild green that grows here, and it's like a turnip, like turnip greens or mustard greens, but it grows wild, and it comes up real early in the spring. You cook it or sometimes you fry it. It's, it's a delicious green that you can have with, you know, like pinto beans, cornbreads, what we have it with. That when you sort of fry thing. it, sometimes you fry it? We do, uh-huh. 
What? Just fry it you in fry oil? You fry it just like you would fried potatoes. You just, uh, hmm. yes, uh, you uh, you cut it up and you put meal and flour on right. it and you fry it. And, of course, you have some more traditional southern-type things, grits and okra and things like that that we don't get up here too often. You, if you have a farmer's market close by, you yeah. should go get you some fresh okra mm-hmm. and make sure it's tender. Cut it up, put you some meal and flour, salt and pepper on it, and you fry it. It's just like you would do green tomatoes, and it's delicious. I was surprised at the number of foods that are heavy with, like, sugar or bacon fat or lard, and the whole Parton family is so skinny. I mean, you would think that that with all these rich, uh, calorie-laden recipes that, that, that you wouldn't have such skinny people, but everybody's so thin. How does everybody stay so thin? Actually, I, I put the recipes in as they were handed down through generations. We don't use those all the time, but now my mother still cooks that way sometimes, and we eat a little of it. If you eat in moderation, you can. Right. You can do that, but I don't recommend eating a lot of bacon fats, you know, and things. You can use light oils and vinegars and herbs and things, you so know, you to, s- to use make some up substitutions, and still make the yeah. dishes that I talk about. Right. And you have some fun cooking terms uh, in the book, <laughs> uh, little things that we all use sometimes, like you say, put a smidgen in of this, and, uh, you know, it's not so much in the formal recipes, but you have a little section there where you talk about some of these fun cooking terms like smidgen and scant. What do those kind of things mean to, to a cook? Well, it means, you know, to take this recipe, and if you don't like the way it's turning out, do it to suit yourself, and then you've got your family a, a brand-new recipe uh-huh. that you started out with this. But a smidgen's a very, very small amount. and uh, You know, and a small amount of butter can be almost anything from a teaspoon to a half a cup. You know, it's according to who's talking to you, who so the what's, cook is. So what's the difference between a smidgen, southern. a smidgen, and a dash, and a scant? That's, they're all about the same thing. <laughs> a scant is just a level cup, you know, like with... Just almost to the top. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a smidgen and a dash would be about the same. Right. Okay. I also like you have a phrase in there called that you sweep the top of the rolls. Right. And I'd never heard that before. You just you're saying brush the top. Right. But you, That's use, what the it word, is. you use the word sweep. Mm-hmm. Or like I remember when I lived in Florida, some people would uh, make their own pickles and put it up. Yes, we say that. I know and. Huh? They wouldn't be putting it up. They'd, they'd reach down in the bottom of the cupboard and put it down, but they'd, they'd still say they were putting they it up. they call putting it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us real quickly about uh, Dollywood. I know that they've got a story out there of, of uh, the Parton family life or of Dolly's life. I know you've been out there for a book signing, right? Right. I've been out there for several book signings last year and this year, and I'll be there again on the 20th of October. And that is that, that life story now that I've read in the paper about, is that the whole family story or Dolly's story or what? What is it? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about, know. I know I, I've just been. I've read that there's some new thing out there at Dollywood where it's Dolly's family story or something. Okay, she has probably done put something together, and I'm sure it will involve everybody. You know, something that everybody did. Yeah. It, I don't know what it is exactly. And do you live near there? I do. I live four miles from there, but I've been really busy, and I don't know what they're doing <laughs> over there. <laughs> I don't know. They'll call and tell me after a while, I'm sure. That's okay. Now, uh, finally, Willa Dean, what about family get-togethers? Do you still get-togethers for holidays? We sure do, and we're really sad if we if everybody can't make it, but we try to get together two or three times a year. Yeah. And we uh, especially like to do something through Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving. Is there more writing in the future, Willa Dean? Oh, yes. Every summer I try to have some. This is my sixth book, you know. Great. This is, uh, this is my second book with Rutledge Hill Press. But I have written, you know, for a long time, and I will have something else out next year, I'm sure. Great. Thanks so much for being with us. Willa Dean Parton, the author of All Day Singing and Dinner on the Ground.